Today on the Kingdom Move podcast, we bring you a series of messages entitled Nikos at the end. In these messages, Pastor Roderick speaks on the areas of our lives where we are victorious. He also talks about what makes us victorious as a church, whilst teaching about what it means to constantly walk in victory. The minute we put our faith in Christ, we are already in a victorious position. 1 John chapter 5 verse 4 For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Now take time to be enlightened by this series of messages titled, Nikos. Listen. You're knocking and I just don't understand Why do you love me? I see that you will never leave Come All the time. Let's pray. Father, we just want to thank you and bless you. We honor you, God. You are good. and You are kind and there's none like you. Father, we ask that God, you speak to us. That Lord, you turn our hearts to the truth. Help us. You are with us in Jesus' name. We pray, Amen. Amen. Let's take our seat in the presence of God, Amen. Okay, so we've been looking at Nichols, the victory of the church, right? Uh huh. And tonight, I believe your life is going to be blessed, Amen. So, get a place to sit, be ready, take your 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 book, uh, your pen, and let's take some notes now. We've been talking about the fact that the church is victorious, right? That we are already victorious. That by the sacrifice of Christ Jesus, we are victorious, right? Oh, I can't hear right. Uh-huh. That's what we've been laying emphasis on. We've been talking about and all that. Last week, we, talk, we talked about the victory that makes us overcome the world. And that is what our faith, right? So last week, we talked about faith. Now, um, for those of you that uh, seem a bit confused... Um, just make sure that you you like I always encourage you get a podcast a Kingdom Move podcast it will really really bless you right so tonight I want to talk about now yes Christ has climbed the cross he has overcome last week last week we talked about the fact that over death right over sin and over Satan. Yet sometimes we go through life and we, we, we feel as if we are not victorious. Right. And that's because it's like every day in life it's as if we are battling. We go through battles every day. And the greatest battle we go through is the battle of temptation. Sounds like temptation. How many of us have, been, have, we have ever been tempted before? Uh-huh. We every day go through temptations, series of temptations, and sometimes we, we get our soul gets vest. You get you get me. We get tired. We we get weary with temptation. So tonight, um, the concluding part, which is only domain that I'm preaching this message at, Amen. Uh-huh. Because the other branches they didn't get to. Um, they didn't get are we in five or four yeah but other branches um, North Kay like this is just I've been there just once uh, it's gone twice but they, they are now about to listen to last week's message tomorrow because they had a visitor so it's, it's to me that they're having a, this presentation Amen 
Hallelujah. God is good. So, we're going to look at temptation. What temptation is and how to overcome temptation. Amen. So, like I'm saying, even though we have victory, it's like every day we are in battle. So, how do we win the battle? Right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's not easy. It's not easy. You, you come to church, you hear a great word, and then you encourage just for you to get out there, and then you, temptation just meets you. And then all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, like, what should I do? You know, are you with me? Aha. Uh-huh. But I believe there's, there's victory. Look at him and say, there's victory. So we are going to look at some things. Shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, get ready. We are going to look at some things. Amen. Let's look at James 1 verse 12. Are we there? Scripture said, blessed. Um, Amplified says, happy, spiritually prosperous, favored by God. Is a man who is steadfast under trial and perseveres when tempted. Mm. For when he has passed the test and been approved, he will receive victor's crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Once again, blessed, happy, Spiritually prosperous, favored by God, is the man who is steadfast. Amen. The man who is what? Is steadfast under trial and perseveres when tempted. For when he has passed the test and approved, he will receive the victor's crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Message Bible says, anyone who meets a testing challenge head on, and manages to stick it out is mighty fortunate. For such persons for such persons loyally in love with God, the reward is life and more life. Amen. So you have to understand that an aspect of our victory is linked to our overcoming temptation. Right? After the word our victory is linked to what? Overcoming temptation. Look at your neighbor and said, An aspect of a victory is linked to you overcoming temptation. You overcoming what? I can hear you overcoming what? Temptation. We have to be able to overcome temptation. Look at him and say, We have to overcome temptation. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Now, the reason why we are tempted is because we have free will. Because you have free will, you can be tempted. People without free will can never be tempted. Have you, have you heard yourself saying that, hey, I'll do what I want to do before? Or have you heard yourself say something like that? Yeah, yeah. It's my choice. It's, in my, it's my life. What you're you saying is that you're expressing what free will looks like. And as long as you have free will, what happens? You can be tempted. Why? Because you have the choice to make another, another, another decision. Or you have the power, rather, to make another choice. Right. Oh, right. Are you in the house? Uh-huh. So look at your neighbor and look at the f- neighbor in the face and tell the person, you can be tempted. You, you, you. You can be what? Right. So I ask again, is there anybody in this place who has never been tempted before? Oh. Is there anyone? Is there anyone? <laughs> is there anyone that you have never been tempted before in your life? 
Yes, you are a powerful guy. You will never be tempted before. The temptation is down. <laughs> you know what? Jesus said, Aha. <laughs> now, the first question I need, I need for us to answer is, Is temptation a sin? Is temptation a sin? Hallelujah. Scripture tells us there's a foundation for why temptation is not a sin. Hebrews 4, verse 15 and 16. Are you there? Is it Hebrews? Mm-hmm. I'm coming. Let me. 15? Yeah. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in... Oh, I, I, do you have your Bible? What, what does your Bible say? He has been tempted where? He has been tempted where? According to the scripture, he has been tempted word in every way. So, the Bible makes us understand that Jesus never sinned. If he sinned, then he, would have, he wouldn't have been a perfect sacrifice for us. Oh, are you in the house? So, since the Bible says he never sinned, then that means, even though according to scriptures he was tempted, it means that temptation is a sin. Oh, am I talking about the house? So, when you are tempted, know that it is not a sin. Right. When you are tempted, it's not a sin. Right. Have you, have you, you know, when people are fasting and then they feel drawn to food. Some people's conclusion is that because they feel drawn to food, they've spoiled it. <laughs> I might as well eat the food. It's just temptation. You have it. Oh, am I making some sense? Yeah. Shake your head and say, it's not a sin, it's not a sin, it's not a sin. As a matter of fact, I've, I've, I've told you before that the more you are, the more you are staying away from food, the more you crave food. Right. Those of us that have tried to overcome sexual temptation, maybe the more you are staying away from, maybe you used to, you used to be in fornication, and now you are walking away, the more you are staying away from it, the more you see that your body will be craving for it. But know that it is okay. Shake your name and say, it is okay, it is okay. Tell anybody, it is not a sin. It is not a sin to be tempted. Right. The sin is when you yield to temptation. The sin is what? When you word. When you yield, the other word for yield is when you give in. Am I making some sense to somebody in the house? So I can, am I making some sense to somebody in the house? The next question we have to answer is, where does temptation come from? Where does temptation come from? And then let's look at James 1 verse 13. James 1 13. What does it say there? Oh, let's read it. What does it say? James 1 says, when, when tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. <laughs> no. Right. Look at it. God doesn't tempt anybody. Amen. He said, when tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. Hey. But it is tempted when by his own words. Oh, I can't hear you. By his own words. It means that he didn't bring your Bibles. By his own, when his own words. Aha, uh-huh, his own desires. Look at him and say his own desires. Hey, doesn't that speak a lot about us? If God is not tempted and our own desires, that means, can you imagine what you have, you have been tempted by this, how do you call it, today? 
Hey, that points to the evil. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I'm praying that somebody is becoming more humble as we are going deep. <laughs> Amen. God will not tempt you. He said, God is not tempted by evil. So God will not sit in heaven and then make, some, uh, make evil tempt you. That's not His work. But when you are tempted, He said, our own desires. Amen. Right. You feel like going to gamble. Bible is saying there's an evil desire inside of you. Soccer beds, are you in the house? It says so. This is a quick one. This is, is, is nothing. It's just, it's just a quick one. It's a, it, <clears throat> Let's open to Ephesians. Ephesians 2, 1 to 3. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of the world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us who lived among them at one time, all of us, all, all of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our own sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature object of what? Wrath. What scripture is saying here is that temptation comes from three sources. One, the external world. The external world. The external world around us. Sometimes you are never tempted by anything until you leave your room and get out there. And then the temptation is coming. Are you guys with me? The external world. Some say the world, the world, the world. Remember last time when I was, I was preaching, I told you that the world is talking about the lust of the eye, the pride of life, and the lust of the flesh. The way the world system is, is structured in such a way that it's always pulling or always bringing temptation to you. Those of us that like the world and the things of the world, you will always be tempted. Hey, are you with me? Uh-huh. Yeah. A, 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 a brother may never feel tempted to do anything until he goes to the club. Alright. And then at the club, certain temptations will come to you. If you're in your room, they will never come to you. Oh, are you with me? Yeah. Some people, you never feel like smoking until you start mingling with some friends. All of a sudden, you are there and then the craving to smoke, small, become. I'll never forget, um, I remember when I was young, we used to have this driver who used to pick us. I never told my parents this. The driver, as he was speaking, as he, he was smoking, he used to smoke in the car. He was smoking cigarette. But as he smoked cigarette, from the beginning, it was offensive to us. But over time, we were very young. Over time, I got used to the, the smell of the of nicotine. And I realized, I remember, I, I'm there, and I, 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 I'm excited that you smoke in the car. I, 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 are you with me? Yeah. <laughs> right. So the world presents things that, 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 I mean, pulls temptation to us. Amen. Some of you, once you struggle in your temptation, you just have to change where you go to. All of a sudden, those things will stop. The things that you think you cannot stop, all you have to do is change the friends. Even some of you, change the friends you talk with. And those temptations will cease. It's very simple. Hallelujah. I'm not talking to someone in the house. Yeah, external world around us, including the last of the eye. Then, the next point, the flesh. The flesh. The flesh. That's the, the sinful, self-centered nature within us. The flesh. Right. Yeah. That's a, the source. Somebody there said, Mekondo. Mm-hmm. 
the corner door. <laughs> my 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 neck is <laughs> my neck is weedy. <laughs> I know the root of those. <laughs> Why is it Mukondo? <laughs> right. Some of us, we can be honest, before we became born again, we had a craving for some things. Right? And then after you've come to Christ, sometimes those cravings raise your ugly heads. You are there and then the craving comes again. You, you feel like it again. You feel like going to the same place. Like you feel like rolling with the same people. It's like you are just there. Sometimes you are in your room and then the thought will come. Then all of a sudden, hey, before you, you committed yourself to Christ, there are certain pages, a certain places you used to go to on your phone. Then all of a sudden you are there. Then, hey, then you, can remember, you can remember the link will just start coming. W-W, you, can, you can just when you, when you type in www and your heart is beating plenty. You, you, know, you, you, you know, when your heart is beating faster, faster, faster. And then you are going, you are waiting. And then when you open, you are opening the page and the, and the page is taking forever to open. And you, are waiting, you go and stand in the corner of your room and wait. Ah, network. There is a craving that is coming. And then the third place is the prince of the air, the devil. The devil. So three sources of our temptation. The devil is one. The devil is a being. The devil is what? Are you with me? Uh-huh. Last week, or no, last two weeks message, you can go for it. I, I, I stated it there. The devil is a being. Is what? Right. I can't hear you. The devil is what? So, three... Three arch enemy of our of our of our faith and our, of, of our victory. One, a cursed world. The world we live in is cursed. Number two, a corrupt heart. And number three, a cunning devil. A cursed world, broken world. This world is broken. A heart that is cunning, a heart that is a heart that is, is broken, is fallen, is fallen, is destroyed. A heart that is, is evil, is open to evil, and then a very dangerous enemy called the devil. So you can imagine. Imagine you get up in the morning. These three things are at you. The world says, Today is up. What can we present to him? Your heart is also craving for something. And the devil is also... So it looks as if it is an unwinnable battle. Hey, am I making some sense? Shake your neighbor and say, Neighbor! You can win it. 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 Ah! C.S. Lewis says something. He says sometimes Christians fall into... One or two of these two, one or two of these mistakes. One, overemphasis on the devil, and then that because a group that overly everything, the devil and the Africans. <laughs> everything is the devil, <laughs> right? Even when they hit, their, they use their leg to hit something. Oh, abusam, <laughs> Meanwhile, they put the table there, but it's the devil. <laughs> but that thing is so easy. When your leg hits, actually, it goes straight to your heart. <laughs> One time happened to you, I said, God, you knew. What did you do? Order my feet away from it. Hey, it goes straight. Hey, I see your brain is breathing. The pain is real. Right. And then the other side that do not believe in the devil at all, they disregard the devil. Now, these two extremes. If you have it, you can never ever be able to fully appreciate what it looks like to overcome in this life. Am I making some sense to somebody? 
Right, shake your nose and neighbor. Amen. Now, so, three, right? What are the sources? The first one is what? The world, the next one is what? The flesh and the third one is what? Ah, I can't hear you. But what? The prince of what? The air. The prince of what? The air. Hallelujah. Okay. So, when, understanding that now, when you are tempted, what should be your your what's the word? What should be your action? When you know you are being tempted, what should you do? Paul was talking to his young his young apprentice, his son, Timothy. And he gave them he gave him a very simple but very strategic way to deal with it. First Timothy two. Yeah. I read the first Timothy two verse um twenty two. First sorry, second Timothy rather. Second Timothy two twenty two. Are we there? 2.22 What does it say over there? Uh, what, what is the strategy? What is, what is that strategy over there? What, what is that strategy over there? I can't hear. What is it? What, what, what is the word? Oh, I can. What is the word? Look at it. Tell the neighbor the word. Tell the neighbor the word. Tell the neighbor. It says, when you notice that this is temptation, what should you do? Like what somebody said. said the, uh, the interesting thing about our generation is that we want to fight temptation. F- fighting temptation. <laughs> God bless you. We've even done a movie on it. Fighting temptation. No. Fight temptation. Say run. Because remember, we, we said what are the sources of temptation? Three. And all these three at work against you. And the interesting part about it is that your own heart is part of those three. <laughs> <laughs> your own heart is part of it that is why Bible said the first thing you should do is run is flee like I said, I said our generation want to fight temptation and want to run from the devil meanwhile Bible tells us to resist the devil but we should rather run from temptation run don't speak run and I, I've, I, I see that all the time you see a young guy a young girl a young guy you you, you were born again two months now Two months now, fornication was your problem. Then you come to a Christian, and call it, and then the best thing you come to make your best friend is a girl. Oh, he 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 lies to himself that he has Christianized his temptation. <laughs> now it's in the church. Okay, you're joking. The very the very you, you come the very girl that your eyes are just prep prep prep. That's the one you should run away from. When they say, they say, give your neighbor a hug, that's the last place you go to. You make sure you are hugging around here. <laughs> Very soon, I tell you, you are collecting numbers. I tell you, you are at their door, but I tell you, you are removing your drawers. Flee. Shake your neighbor and say, flee, 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 run, run. Oh, shake your neighbor and say, run, 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 run. Flee. See, all the, I mean, you go, to, you go, camp, campus, young boy. They are just visiting. He's just dead. I'm not doing anything. Let me go and visit. And he's just um, trotting from one room to the other. And he's wondering why he's not able to overcome his uh, uh, sin. Bible didn't say he should walk to it, go and argue with it. No. He says flee from it. Tell him flee. Tell him flee. Flee. Shake your neck and say flee. Run. Somebody said flee. He said, he said is, the, is, is it between running fast it's between um, walking fast and running. 
Are you with me? It's between the two. It means you are so, you're going so fast, you're almost about to run. <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it means. You're going so fast, that you're almost about running. It's like you're almost running. Are you guys with me? Oh, I can't, are you in the house? Shake your neighbor, or ask your neighbor, which temptation must you flee from? Tell the person to tell you what, the, what those temptations are. <laughs> oh, is there somebody talking to you? Everybody has gone quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Where do we start running? Where do we start fleeing our thoughts? Where do we start fleeing our thoughts? Now, let me show you something. This is the way we actually lose the battle from. It's our thoughts. You see, your thoughts place is your quiet place. So that's the place where we play with sin the most. Because we're like, oh, nobody knows. You see, in your thoughts, you can, you, you can have a conversation with a girl and finish her. Oh, you clear in your thoughts. That's, you see, the minute you win the argument in your thoughts, all you want to do is to replay that assets. You're going to manifest it. Because if you... Ah, ah, how many of us don't win battles in that when you are when you are bathing? Remember when you are bathing? When you are under that's why you say, I said this. Me too. I said this. I said this. That's why you win all your battles. Yeah, your greatest line is in those places. You release the line on the girl. So I'll tell her this. When she asks what I'm doing in front of her house, I'll just tell her this. And then when she says it, I'll tell her this. Then I'll tell her this. Then I'll tell. Then after you have mapped it out, finish it up. Now you finish bathing. Now you have to leave it out. This is where the battle, if you're going to win or lose, is in your thought life. It's what Patrick Mollick said, the secret thought life. And he says, the reason why a lot, lot of men lose the battle in this life is because they lose the battle in their mind. That is why in his, in his um, presentation about accountability, he said, look, you have to get to the place where you talk to. You have somebody to talk to about your thoughts. Not what you have done, no. What you are thinking about doing. That's where the level of your confession, your confession goes. When he says, oh, I, have to, I have to sit with you and talk. And we have to talk. And turn and say, look, that girl, look what I was thinking about doing to her. That's where. Because the minute you, sp- you speak about it, it's very difficult for you to go and manifest it. One of, one of my boys, um, one of the uh, times he, he came for a meeting, and he's, he's from a particular background, a relationship where he, he, he quit a relationship. The relationship is not good and all that, and he quits. Because that lady was not, even though she, he liked the lady, she was not a strong foundation for him to following God. And strangely enough, God gave him a good relationship. Beautiful, beautiful girl. But this girl is so beautiful, she's not, but she loves God. And she's the kind of right person for him. But over time, he started entertaining the thought of going to the other person. Because the other person was giving the freeway for him to have sex. Yeah. But what I love about it is that when he met me and we're talking, he brought it up and he said it, said it, speak. So when he started talking about it, I didn't start to why, what is going on, what are you thinking? Then he said everything that he's thinking about doing and all those things. Sometimes you feel like when he's coming from work, he'll stop at the end. He said, that girl will not stop him. He'll go. These are the thoughts and things that run through his mind. We talked about it. And then we spoke about why such a course of action will be destructive to his, where he's going to, his dream, what he's expecting, and his work with God. We talked about it. And then, we didn't even pray. Because by the time we finished, people had come. So we didn't even pray. But after some time, I asked him how far. I said, oh, after we spoke about it, that thought never came again. Because he has already, in a sense, it's almost as like he has already done it. He has lived it out and somebody has, it's like he has exposed that thought. That seed of destruction has exposed it. 
if you're going to win the battle against them, you will have to talk about what is going on in your mind. Because you come here and come and pretend, come and do this. You have oil on your face, you look holy. My friend, oh, shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, this word is for you, it's for you, it's for you. Shake your neighbor and say, this word is for you, it's for you, it's for you. This is a profound and a good message for you. I feel like going to the party. I've heard, I saw tidal wave or whatever. I feel like going. Hey, why you, uh, come and talk to your pastor. I feel like going. The pastor asks, why do you feel like going? Huh? Yeah, you say to share the gospel. Because that's what you like to say. So, I'm going to share the gospel. So, okay. Of all the places, the question I'll ask you, of all the places, you think tidal wave is a place where you can share the gospel? Look, those people, they are under new, a different intoxication. They study you see That they will hear. <laughs> and I'm saying, how, do you, how are you going to deal with the loud sound? And what you are going to say without a microphone? What are you <laughs> so by the time we finish talking, you realize that you are... You, <laughs> you, you, you <laughs> no, we expose the actual thoughts of your heart. It becomes, that becomes exposed. And then you can catch that evil that is about to happen to you. And deal with it. But most of you, come, you, you, you will not talk about it and go and do it. Later on, you ask you what happened. I said, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. How do you, how do you move the doors? I don't know how the doors was removed. I don't know. I, I, I was just there, the doors look at me and then it removed. But there is a pathway to how the doors was removed. It is there, it is mapped. You mapped it in your mind. You mapped it. You, you thought about it. This is everything. Ah, I'm not talking somewhere in the house. Shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, deal with your thought life. Deal, 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 deal. Charlton, listen, let me show you. Let me be honest. What we think about the most is called the, even the law of attraction. What you think about the most, you attract. It's a law in this life. What you think about the most, you attract. So the things that you are thinking about, that you are quiet, you don't say anything, you don't say, keep thinking, keep thinking. You are moving towards there. It is actually said, Mark Meadows says this, he said, whatsoever the, um, the heart will agree on, whatever objective of desire the heart will decide on, the mind will go to work to achieve it. So as long as you tell yourself in your heart that I want this girl, all that is left is that the mind, even when you are asleep, is so calculated. You get up in the morning, that's how you get up in the morning, she's on your mind. You want to call, because the mind has already calculated how do I get here? Because the heart has agreed on it. Hey, another case I'm telling somebody. Yeah. So you have to watch your secret thought life. Watch what you are thinking about. Watch what you are thinking about. What you keep on thinking about. Watch it very, very, very well. If you are going to overcome, watch your thought life. Are you with me? This is the reason why uh, this is the reason why the devil is so eager and has taken over the movie and the music industry. Because that's the place where he projects ideas into your mind. Why do you think when you are doing movies and music and then the girl will come and shake the bottle and say, This is what they desire. When you are watching the music and the bottle is going, say, This is what I desire. This is what I desire. And then she shakes and she bounces and says, This is what I desire. <laughs> uh... That's what he's telling you. That's basically when you are watching and they are pouring the alcohol. He said, "This is what they desire." When you are smoking and they put it on, they're telling you, "This is what your desire." And all you have to do, sometimes this is one of the interesting thing. You see, when you talk about the heart, you also talk about the subconscious mind. That part, it's interesting. It's interesting. That part, 
Oh. <laughs> Nothing is structured. It's, it's quiet. It lies as if it's not there. But it's the most powerful. And the subconscious is the one that directs the conscience. And the subconscious, he likes it all. He's greedy. He just sits there. But us, come. Breast, come. This, he wants everything. Gambling, he will pick everything. By the time you realize, you're wondering how come you're a believer in mind, but you're struggling to live it out. In your mind, you know you're a child of God, but you're living some way. You're living somehow. You're not living the way God wants you to live. You're even not happy the way you're living. It's because you have left some part of your life unchecked. Am I making some sense, somebody? Shake your nose and neighbor. This is a word for you. This is a word. This is a word. Amen. Thank God for the promise of God. First Corinthians 10. 13. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Are you there? What does it say? No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. Hmm. He said, whatever happens to you is common. Look at it. It's common. It's common. It's common. It's common. Now, somebody say, it's, 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 it's so common. Do you know that within a space of a week or two weeks, I've heard one of my guys who was Somebody, a guy who another guy was trying to sleep with. Yeah. The person was trying to sleep with him. But he, 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 he said yes. And the way he was going about it. Now, it will look strange, but within a span of two weeks, I've heard another thing. Of somebody who also went to visit another guy, and the guy forced him, forced to have sex with him. So, I'm just saying that what may seem strange to you, it is still common to man. <laughs> <laughs> it was it's common to man don't make, don't make your face look as if only you because that's the way the devil make you look as it's only you that's going through the time it's because of your peculiarity of your situation it's only you the reason why the reason why somebody said why did you steal the money it's because nobody was there to care for me no that temptation you went through is common to man everybody has gone through it are you with me yeah it's common. A girl, a guy is forcing to sleep. It is not unusual. It is common to man. Maybe look unusual to you, but it's not unusual. It's common. So don't make it look as if it's peculiar. So that's how you have to respond the way you have to respond. Bible said it's common to man. Oh, am I making some sense? What it also means that it is not. It is not something that is strange to you. So you can't. You can't deal with it. It's not as if uh, you are under. You are under uh, an angelic type of temptation. But I don't know if I'm making some sense. It is something that is appealed to men. It's man. It's man. Right. I'm not making some sense. Okay, so let's let's complete it. Right. And God is what? Faithful. Some say God is faithful. Some say God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can what? What you can bear. Hey. So that means all the temptation we yield to, we can bear it. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> All the temptation where you want to, you, you can't wait to tell somebody, I didn't have to tell me. Bible says you can bear it. Even, look, I have a friend, I have a friend, a, a worship leader, and then one time he said, This girl that has been going back and forth with, like, oh, friends here and there, they've drawn close and all. One time when he, he has, I think he has one room, a uh, chamber hall. So they've gone, they've, I think they've gone to town, something they've come, and the girl was in the hall. So he's going inside to go and change. By the time he came, the girl was naked in front of him. Oh. He said, only God knows how. 
he was able to, his hands were shaking. Hey, sir, this one is not imagination, it is feely feely. Ah, flesh and blood. Flesh and blood. He's standing, the lady has removed everything standing in front of him. He says he was shaking. He had to, he had to beg her. I'm telling you, man has become weak. <laughs> hey! He said he had to beg her and say, no, he can't do this. He can't do this. He can't do this. And gradually, 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 gradually get her to wear a dress. Am I talking to in the house? Yeah, 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 yeah. Common temptation, but God is faithful. The Bible is saying you can bear. Look at you and say you can bear. Oh, shake your neighbor and say you can bear. All the guys that have been coming to you, you can bear. All the girls, you can bear it. You can do what? You can bear it. When you get up in the morning, your body is doing logoligi, logoligi. You can do what? Men, when we get up in the morning, our body is doing logoligi, logoligi. What can we do? We can bear it. Whatever logoligi, logoligi, you can bear it. Get up and jog small. And do some press up. And go, go into the shower. And just, and just do some exercise. Amen. You can do what? Aha. Uh-huh. You can do what you can bear. Ladies. It doesn't matter whether she has, he has muscles as whatever. Hey, that, you, you can bear. It has, <laughs> pink lips. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It talks to you and you are dying. You can bear it. You can stand. <laughs> yeah. No matter how nice you look, you can bear it. Don't say when he talks to me, say, I don't know what to do. Then I'm dying. Then I'm dying. So people say, you know, I, can, I, can, I, can, I can't be there without checking up on him. If I'm there two days, I check out something's doing. You can't work with our serious. Is he your savior? <laughs> it's, it's not your savior. Somebody else came to die for you. The one who came to die for you, hang on, you don't die like that. For... Then this guy, this rascal guy who. Who believe in baths? It baths once every three days. And then you are down and you are dying. Oh, be serious. Shake your neighbor and never be serious. Tell the neighbor you can bear it. You can do what? You can do what? You can bear it. Can we see the victory? Yeah, yeah, we can bear it. We can bear it. So whatever comes to us. Look, guys, let's face the fact. As we can tell you, the reason why we sin, it's not because sin has power over you. The reason why we sin eh, is because we love the sin. Some years ago, I read a book where the guy, he, he, he liked smoking. Like he was addicted to smoking. Smoking, look, the guy has been smoking and he became born again, still smoking. And he had been praying about it. One time he was, he was just looking at it. He was praying and said, God. Because he, this was actually what got him hungry. His friend who is gay came to Christ and the desire, the thing is gone. The guy no more, no more does it. And he went to God and said, ah, well, you, this guy just came now, you are set him free. And me, up to now, still, I, I'm, I'm still smoking. He said, he said, the Holy Spirit spoke to him. He said, that was one of the times where he heard God clearly. God to him, it's because you like it. Yeah. That's not simple. He said, look, you like it. Look, the reason why some people are falling to temptation, you like it. You, like, you wish you can have Christ and fornication. Most of us believe that we wish you can have Christ and everything else. Let's face facts. The Bible talks about Christ. How he loved righteousness and hated sin. The two go hand in hand. Until we draw, we get to a level where we hate sin, we will never be able to walk away from it. 
Because your own desire is what will draw you to, I've told you, the space sort of temptation. Your own desire. You like it. If you like, look, if you like Coca-Cola, that the way in the past I used to like Coca-Cola. <laughs> when you are there and you see even the sun is shining, you think about Coke. You go to, they, they bring uh, Jollof, you think about Coke. I'm telling you when temptation comes, Jollof, Coke, sun, Coke. You work small, cook. Because you like it, so your, 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 yourself is looking for opportunity to, ex- to, to express it. Let me show you. Guys, follow. If we say sin has dominion over you, then the Bible is, is, is wrong. Then the Bible is lying. Let's think about it. You know, most of us don't think about it. If, if we can really not overcome sin, it means that this Bible is not true. And if this Bible is not true, then Jesus is not true. Then how can, uh, where is the foundation for us to believe that we are saved? The Bible is true. I choose to believe the Bible is true. It means that I have to question the other part. And that is, why do I keep sinning? Why do you keep sinning even though you have victory over sin? And I'm telling you, one of the reasons is because you love the sin. You like it. Sometimes you, are, you, you see a believer and say, why are you lying? And they, they, they just laugh about it. Oh, they just like to lie. They like it. They like to lie. Or they like corruption. They like it. You, some, of, some people just like gambling. It's like give them some rush. Be, that they are just excited when they are taking the money to the place. They, they are just excited. It's, it's not as if in the sense that they, they are so desperate. No, they like it. Even if you give them 100 million, they will so gamble. Oh, am I making some sense somebody? Shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, this is deliverance. This is deliverance. This is, oh, shake your neighbor and say, this is deliverance. Deliverance. Tell anybody, I, I see you've been set free. Amen. This is the truth. The Bible said that you shall know. That shall make you what? Free. The truth that set a man free. Quickly. Are you in the house? Are you in the house? Lastly, let me lay some points, some pointers to victory. Let me give you some pointers. Things to do. That will ensure your victory over temptation. Right. Okay. Now this is a good word. This word you can preach any part of it. To anybody, and they will be blessed. One, understand this: when you are tempted, and you, you, your mind, you, 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 you're getting your mind in order. One of the things you have to get is that Jesus is your victory. Jesus is our victory. Jesus is our victory. Jesus is our victory. Whenever you feel tempted, remember, you have victory, and this victory is Jesus. You have victory, and this victory is who? This victory is Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, First, First Corinthians fifteen fifty seven, it says, "But thanks be to God, He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ." Hallelujah! He gives us the victory through uh, our Lord Jesus Christ. We have victory, guys. I don't know how to put this here. Look, understand it, get it, because the world, the 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 the, the, the times we are in is really evil times. It's evil times. We are really at the end of all things, though. Hmm. Ah. Romans 2 Romans 8.2 Romans 8.2 Romans 8.2 Let me show you something there 8 verse 2 What does it say there? It says what? Because through Jesus Christ The law of the spirit of life He has done what? Set me free from the law of what? Sin and death Someone say I'm free Someone say I'm free I can't understand I'm free. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know whatever it is. Put your mind on whatever it is that you, you can't tell anybody what it is. Whether it's, it's porn watch. Whether it's masturbation. 
whether it is gambling, whether it is what? Fornication. What is it? Lying. Raise up your right hand. I want you to put your mind upon it and just declare, I'm free. I can say, I'm free. Shout it out, I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Look at them and say, you are free. You are free. You are free. You are free. Shake your name and say, you are free. You, 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 you. You are free. Hallelujah. Amen. Our victory is through who? Christ Jesus. He is our victory. He accomplished on the cross and our faith in Him. Amen. Number two. Have faith. Have faith. Any man without faith has already lost the battle. Have faith. Even when you are tempted, have faith. Amen. First John 5 verse 4 says, the, the message I preached last week, For everyone born of God overcomes what? The world. So you have to know that because I'm born of God, I overcome the world. I overcome masturbation. Guys, listen, I, I, I don't want you to joke about this. You have to look at it when you get up in the morning. Even you, only, you don't have to wait till the temptation. You get up in the morning and say, look, because I'm born of God today, I overcome masturbation. If you're somebody that you know it has been happening, I say, look, I overcome masturbation. I overcome pornography. I overcome fornication. You get up and say, because I'm born of God, I overcome. I overcome. Hallelujah. I overcome um, uh, uh, sexual edges. I overcome all. The, I overcome. I overcome. Because I am born of God. Look at the Lord and say, have faith, have faith, have faith. Shake your hands and say, have faith, have faith, have faith. Amen. This is a victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. We need to daily open our heart to God in prayer. And seek to draw near to Him. Hallelujah. Amen. The, the third point. Utilize the armor of God. Utilize what? Can you utilize what? The armor of God. Ephesians 6, 10 to 18. Ephesians 6, 10 to 18. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Whose schemes? Right. For our struggle is not against what? Flesh and blood. But against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the, this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Amen. Who are we fighting against? The devil. What are some of our, 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 our weapons? It says, Devil put on the full armor of God so that when he stands, verse 14, stand therefore, and all that. And verse 15 said, No, stand therefore, stand firm them with the belt of truth, buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of what? Righteousness in place, and with your feet what? Fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And for and 17, Take the armor of salvation and the armor and the sword of the Spirit. Amen. So tell everybody, be ready. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unfortunately for us, when we get up in the morning, so we put on the full armor, we are checking on uh, Instagram. So by the time, by the time our enemies start throwing things, we are like, hey, without armor, we are like, now we are struggling. Say, hey, this breast is too much. God save me. When you're supposed to wear your armor, what were you doing? Yeah, yeah. You've gone, you have gone going and checking and doing all those things. Take your neighbor and say, stop being lazy and put on your armor. Put on your full armor of God. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, this message is one of the best messages you've ever heard. I'm telling you, it's one of the best. And it's not because I'm preaching, because the Holy Ghost is telling you how you can overcome. 
you go some some of us in our secret in a in a quiet place look I'm struggling. Recently one of the guys sent me and says, Look, I'm struggling, I'm losing my way. And I realize that sometimes it's these messages. When we go to church, uh, let's be honest, sometimes I've gone to church, sometimes when the pastor is preaching, I don't know what he's preaching. Many times you don't know what he's preaching. He's talking, throwing things all over and then you're looking, looking at can't wait to leave the all over, not helping you. These are the messages you should hear because listen, we are in a battle until we die. I think sometimes you have to read. I, I, I recommend you should be reading the God's journals. You should be reading the God's journals. You can see men, ordinary men, what they went through and how God used them. And I realized, as I read, I realized that look, every generation of every man that God used, every man needed to build themselves, stand and deal with the forces of their day. And I realized that we are also in our time. This is our time. Someday when we enter into eternity, Paul them will come and ask us, Paul, dear uh, uh, Moody, all those people, they will come and ask you, and, 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 ask you whether you overcame and you fought your battle. Are we going to say, oh, our time, it is not as old. It is this Instagram. It is worry. It's Twitter. Twitter was what. Dear Moody will ask you, what? What is Twitter? What is Twitter? And then he will tell you his time. His time, the level of poverty, and then the battle they went through. Some of them to shock you. When I read their story, I said, hey, and these people still have faith in God. It's amazing. We, we have so much. You have so much. You have a, you, our time. You know, when they, when they preach, it is gone. No recorded message. No podcast. They don't have any podcast. Nothing is podcasting anything. But yet they are able to hold on to their faith. But you, in your day, where you have all podcasts, they are sending you links. Sending you links upon links upon links. Still, they are losing the battle. They are not serious. Oh, shake your hands and be serious. You can and say, it's, it's the guys of our day. Lately, the way they've been building muscles. What are you talking about? <laughs> you don't know last. Let me tell you. you think, let, me, let me show you. You think last eh, is body. That's what you think. They are day, They were wearing long things. But they still last was wearing them. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's why when you go and read it and say, Lad, look at you, what are you talking about? You look, even they, they were wearing long gowns, but they are still under temptation. Amen. What am I saying? You got to be ready. Tell them, be ready, be ready. And let me, let me, let me, let me, because I, I just have one last point. Listen, putting on your armor as a, as a soldier man is one of the key elements of your qualification as a soldier man. When you go to the army, they teach them how to put on their weapons. Because if you can't put on your weapons, you can't use your weapon. If you cannot put on your weapon, you cannot use your weapon. The reason why most of you are, are failing because when the time comes for you to raise your weapon, you don't have it because you didn't put it on. Most of you don't memorize your scriptures. Even after, by the time we finish the whole month, you don't even know the scripture foundation we use to preach anything. You don't know it. When you get up in the morning, what are things that run through? You, uh, those days when I, 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 I walk, I, I, one of the reasons I like walking, even sometimes I walk from the office here, I don't pick a car. Because when I'm walking from the office coming, I can listen to something. Even from the office to this place, I can listen to a message that can tune my mind right. If my mind is off, can tune it. By the time I come here, I'm inspired, I'm encouraged, I'm looking at things differently. You don't listen to anything. The reason why I must listen, the reason why your loyalty and your service here has not been able to go, because you don't listen to your pastor. Because if you are listening to your pastor, the, the, the chances of the enemy, what's the word, swaying your feet will be lesser. You don't put on your armor. Read the armor. It's a, it's a sword. There's a sword to it. There's a, a shield to it. There's something you put on your head. There's even your, your trousers, how you wear. All these are part of your weapons. Get up. Uh, you've got to remove the drawers. 
You've gone to remove her drawers. Again, oh, the temptation, the girl, the way she was, you're looking too far. You are not serious. You are not a serious soldier. You are not a serious. <laughs> Let's go to war. Papa, papa, you are removing drawers. Hey! Oh, am I talking to somebody in the house? Shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, God brought you this way. Tell me, God brought you this way. It is you. It is you. It is you. Amen. And then the last point is, understand God's forgiveness when we fail. See, this part we like. And I say, oh, God, I did wrong. <laughs> you let me express it. Understand God's forgiveness when you fail. Remember, in Christ Jesus, we are already forgiven. In Christ Jesus, we are what? Already forgiven. We are already what? Forgiven. So, it really holds true. Listen, this is very profound. That even before you sin... God has already made ready, remedy for your sin. And that's very, very, very important. Now, it's because the Bible said, even though we are being made perfect, we are still not yet perfect. Right? It, it, no, if put it this way, even though we are being made, even though we are perfect, we are still being made perfect. Let me put that way. Even though we are already perfect, God is still in the process of making us perfect. So we may fall sometimes. And yes, there's a place for that. And when you fall, remember the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. That I'm already forgiven. And God, thank you for forgiving me. Thank you that in Christ Jesus, you have, you have, you have paid the price for me. And that's important. Look at the message. That's important. 1 John 2, 1-2. 1 John 2, 1-2. My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. The purpose of this scripture is not that you have a, a place that when you sin, it can wipe away. So he says, oh, since I have it there, let's go do it. He says the purpose for this is that you will not sin. Look at your neighbor and say that you will not sin. Shake your neighbor and say that you will not sin. That you will not sin. That you know what? Yeah. Tell me about that you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, we have one who speaks to the Father in our defense. Hallelujah. One who does what? One who does what? Speaks to the Father what? in our defense. Who is he? Jesus Christ. The righteous one. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins. And not only for us, but also for the sins of the whole world. Hallelujah. So in case we fall, in case you fail, you fail and you fall to temptation, remember that somebody is speaking for you. And you know what the person is saying for you, on your behalf? The person says, mercy. Even after you are falling, God looks at you and says, mercy. He says, mercy and he says, restoration. He says, mercy and what? Restoration. God says mercy. So that He might restore you. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Because He forgives us of our sin. So we can overcome. We have victory, right? Oh, Amen. Have you been taught how to overcome temptation? Right? Yeah. And we have victory... Even in this month, even in the months to come, even as we move forward, you have to appreciate the fact that God has given you the ability to overcome every temptation. And I want to see you overcome your temptation. Someone say, Amen. Amen. Look at your neighbor. From today, I'm going to overcome my temptations. And my temptations are one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What happened to your temptations? 
Oh, oh, the other blood. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wherever you are, just rise up on your feet. Just close your eyes. Don't move. Just close your eyes. Say, God, help me live what I've, I've just heard so that I can overcome temptation. Lift up your voice right now in the name of Jesus. Lift up, lift up your voice, 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 and pray, 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 pray. Pray, 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 pray. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you've been blessed. We encourage you to share with your friends, colleagues, spouses, and others so they may also be impacted. We are Christ for Youth International on Facebook, and you can follow us on Twitter at ConnectCYI and on Instagram at ConnectCYI. You can also listen to Kingdom Move podcast on www.podbean.com. You can also visit our webpage on www.connectcyi.org. For counseling and interactions with Pastor Warike Jekun, you can visit his webpage page on reach at connectcyi.org. Stay blessed.